0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Upper Merion Township Board of Supervisors Business Meeting. It is September 14th, 2023, and the time is 7:11. Please rise and join me for the Pledge of Allegiance. And I have to open the meeting by saying that it makes my heart feel great when I see so many people in the audience, especially for the purpose that you're here this evening. So I don't know if the cameras can pan around the crowd to show people at home that may be viewing everyone that's here this evening and honoring some, um, some uh, promotions that we have in store in just a few moments. So yeah, we have a full house, packed house. I uh, wish it was always like this. So I'll put that request out there. People, please come to our meetings. Um, it's great to have people in the audience. So, thank you. Uh, next, I'd like to begin roll call, beginning with my right.
1: Greg Phillips.
2: <clears throat> Bill Genoway.
0: Tina Garzillo.
2: Greg Wax. Tony Hamaday, Township
3: Manager. John Walco from the Solicitor's Office.
0: And uh, Supervisor Carol Kenny is not feeling well this evening. Uh, she was with us for a meeting earlier and then um, went home because of, of illness. So we'll miss Carol tonight for the, for the meeting. Um, the next item on the agenda is meeting minute approval. Um, the first one is the June 1st, 2023 zoning workshop, June 8th, 2023 business, business meeting, August 3rd, 2023 workshop, August 10th, 2023 business meeting. Entertain a motion.
4: So moved. I'll second.
1: Madam Chair, I will be abstaining from uh, this vote because I was not here for the August 10th.
0: For that one specifically for the August 10th and you're recusing yourself from that. Okay, any additional comments other than that? Uh, Motion by uh, Supervisor Genoway, second by uh, Supervisor Wax. Uh, All in favor?
5: Aye.
0: Passes four to zero. Uh, the next item on the agenda is chairman's comments, and I do have a few comments to make. Um, Where should I start? Uh, Let me start with, I'll start with um, COVID. So uh, I'm sure everyone has been realizing that our family and friends have been, again, testing positive for COVID. So I wanted to make an announcement about the isolation and precautionary protocols uh, with uh, the CDC. The last um, update was just a few months ago, so this is current information. Um, I'm gonna read a little bit of the guidelines, um, but basically the the two dates to really remember are five days and 10 days. So um, testing positive, uh, stay in isolation for for five days. If uh, you are positive and your symptoms are improving, um, 10 days of uh, wearing a mask. Um, the day the day that starts is a little bit confusing with people knowing when to count the day. So day one is actually day zero. So uh, the day that you test is day zero and the following day is what becomes day one. So just to clarify that. And ah, someone's leaning against one of our lights. Let's have a moment of silence to
5: <laughs> We have mood lighting.
0: And let there be light. <laughs> So whoever that was, we won't acknowledge you to embarrass you, but don't do it again.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Someone confessed back there. All right, and I'll read some of the protocols. If, if um, you're interested in reading all the details, I think I have seven pages here, which I'm surely not going to read. Uh, We will be posting the CDC guidelines on the township website. So if you wanted uh, more clarification other than what I'm going to read, um, please go to the township website. Uh, It's not there yet, um, but it will be there uh, soon. I won't won't give a date of when. I don't know when it's going to be posted, but soon. So if you have COVID-19, you can spread the virus to others. There are precautions you can take to prevent spreading it to others, including isolation, masking, and avoiding contact with people who are at high risk of getting very sick. Um, When you have COVID-19, isolation is counted on days as follows, and I had talked about the day zero and the day one. If you have symptoms, the day zero of isolation is the day of symptom onset, regardless of when you tested positive. Day one is the first full day after the day your symptoms started. If you test positive for COVID-19, stay home for at least five days, isolate from others. You are uh, most likely infectious during those first five days. Wear a high-quality mask if you must be around others at home or in public. Do not go places where you are unable to wear a mask at that time. Do not travel is the recommendation. Stay home and separate from others as much as possible. And then take steps to improve ventilation at your home if possible, just to get some fresh air in there, get those germs out. End isolation based on how serious your COVID-19 symptoms were. If you had no symptoms, you may end your isolation if you've been exposed after uh, uh, day five. If you do have symptoms and your symptoms are improving, you may end isolation after day five. If your symptoms are not improving, continue to isolate. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Regardless of when you end isolation until at least day one, I'm going to repeat some of this. Avoid being around people who are more likely to get sick from COVID. Remember to wear a high-quality mask when indoors or around others through day 10. And do not go places where you're unable to wear a mask until you're able to discontinue your masking based on the um, CDC guidelines. So I just wanted to share that with everyone because we just know that the instances of uh, positive testing is on the uptick. Uh, the next item I want to report on is actually a. a a sad bit of news that um, I'm every month, it seems there's more of the sad news that I have to share. So I'm hoping that next month we'll be free of that. Um, we had a, a resident from Upper Marion uh, pass away on September 4th. Uh, we flew the upper Marion flags half staff, staff in honor of this person. Eileen Brennan-Rodrigue passed away on, on September 4th. We extend the condolences of our upper Marion family to Eileen's family, to her husband Frank, her sons Todd Beretta, who is also the Bridge, Bridgeport Police Chief, and Mark Beretta and her five grandchildren and one great-grandson. Our sincerest condolences go out to the family for, the, for their loss, to her family and friends. Eileen will be greatly missed. Uh, The next item I would like to um, bring attention to is tomorrow is POW MIA Recognition Day. It occurs every year on the third Friday of September, so it will be honored on September 15th um, uh, for this year, which is tomorrow. A proclamation was signed by uh, President Joe Biden today in honor of this, and I will read a small portion of the proclamation. Unbreaking and unbending in their devotion to duty, our service members have sacrificed everything to keep our people and our democracy safe. While more than 81,000 of these brave service members still remain missing and unaccounted for, they are not and will never be forgotten. On National POW MIA Recognition Day, we will honor the devotion and courage of all those missing and unaccounted for, renew our commitments to their families, and promise to never cease in our efforts to bring them home. Above the White House in the United States Capitol and at military bases, memorials, cemeteries, and homes across America, we fly the POW-MIA flag and remember what it represents. The thousands of spouses, parents, sons, daughters, and loved ones who served and sacrificed for our freedom and future, loved ones who mourn with unanswered questions still in their hearts, and the debt of gratitude we owe them that we can never fully repay. We cannot and must not forget our obligation to our unreturned heroes, no matter how long it takes. On this day, may we recommit to our search efforts for all those missing and unaccounted for, as well as our support for their families. May we honor the remarkable bravery, sacrifice, and commitment to service of former prisoners of war, and may we continue to keep the flame of liberty burning bright and continue working toward a more perfect union for which our service members sacrificed so much. Now, therefore, I, Joseph, R. Biden, Jr., President of the United States of America, by virtue of the authority vested in me by the Constitution and laws of the United States, do hereby proclaim September 15, 2023 as National POW MIA Recognition Day. Um, if you go to uh, wh.gov, the entire proclamation is there. If you'd like to read the rest of it, I do want to take the time and read the entire proclamation this evening. And I don't want to put him on the spot, but I don't know if Supervisor, uh, uh, Phillips would like to share any comments about this, or um, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but if you would like to, uh, just that opportunity.
1: So, uh, as a veteran, um, every year we honor the, the fallen. We also honor those who are um, in service to the country, behind enemy lines, in captivity, and most importantly, those who are missing in action. Um every time that we get together, whether it's in a galley for chow, there is a table that is set up specifically for those who have fallen or are no longer with us because of captivity. Uh, So we remember that. And I would ask that each of you um, to remember people you probably have in your own, own families who may have been POWs or are missing for some of the wars that this nation has fought Uh, and just remember them because that remembrance keeps them alive. So I, I thank you for the opportunity to say some words on this issue. Thank you.
0: And thank you for sharing that with us. Appreciate that. The next next item on our agenda, item six, is citizen board vacancies. And we still have quite a few vacancies remaining on some of our citizen boards. So make an appeal to the public. Uh, If you're interested in becoming more active within our community, that uh, this is an excellent way to become involved. And the list is as uh, follows. The community center advisory board student member, one vacancy. Economic and community, community Development Committee, two vacancies, I liaise for that board and um, would really appreciate people coming forward to participate with that board. Um, ECDC student member, one vacancy, Environmental Advisory Council, one vacancy, Farmers Market student member, one vacancy, Human Relations Commission, two alternative vacancies, Media Advisory Board student member, one vacancy, Public Safety Citizen Board, Citizen Advisory Board, one vacancy, Public Safety, Board, student member, one vacancy. Shade Tree Commission, student member, one vacancy. Upper Marion Foundation, subcommittee, one vacancy. Upper Marion Historical Commission, three vacancies. And I'm sure that uh, Supervisor Phillips would also greatly appreciate um, some movement in that,
1: yeah, in that we, realm Yeah, we well. would love some help, especially since the 250th anniversary of the nation's founding is coming up very shortly. Um, So we have a lot of things to do to plan for that uh, celebration, and so we could use people's help.
0: Okay, and now we go into general business. Um, Item 7, new business. Um, We are very pleased this evening to be having police uh, public safety department promotions by Judge uh, Patrick Krause. will be um, swearing them in, and I see that Chief Nolan has come to the podium, and I'll turn the floor over to him.
6: Good evening, members of the board, Mr. Hammond and our citizens. We're here tonight to conduct the formal ceremony for three members of our department who will be getting promoted tonight. Uh, Earlier this month, Lieutenant Al Elverson, who's in the back of the room with us tonight, uh, announced his retirement after 28 years of service. Al has served in many roles during his time on the police department. He started as a patrol officer, then he moved to detectives, uh, did a, a number of fraud, and economic crime investigations as a detective. He was both a patrol sergeant and the traffic safety sergeant, where he also served in his most favorite role as a motor officer. Uh, Al most recently served as a patrol lieutenant for the A platoon. Um, and he's not done with public service, as he will soon begin his next career as an investigator with the Montgomery County Aging and Adult Services investigating fraud, abuse, and neglect. So could we give Al a round of applause for, his- for his- Thank you. Al's last day in uniform will be next Tuesday. So we are conducting the promotions tonight and these promotions will take effect next Tuesday. In our department, we employ an outside agency to conduct promotional testing process. Um, While each officer is evaluated internally for promotional rating score, the majority of the process is done outside of the department to maintain fairness and impartiality. Uh, The process is extremely rigorous and very competitive. Uh, Tonight, we're going to promote the next group that is off of our eligibility list. At this time, I'll call Officer Michael Lone forward to be promoted to the rank of Corporal. Mike was hired as an upmarine township police officer in July of 2016. He spent more than seven years in the patrol division. Mike was selected as the Officer of the Year in 2019. He serves as a field training officer, training our new officers as they enter the department. Mike has a bachelor's degree in criminology and a master's degree in homeland security from Penn State University. Next, I'll call Corporal Chris Dolga forward to be promoted to the rank of Sergeant. Chris was hired as an Upper Township Police Officer in April of 2006. He was promoted to Corporal in December of 2021. Chris has served as a field training officer, a controlled tactics instructor, and a de-escalation instructor. He has received two awards for bravery and was the 2022 Officer of the Year. Chris has earned a bachelor's degree in criminal justice from Penn State University and a master's in psychology from the Southern New Hampshire University. And finally, I'll call Sergeant Brandy Faraday forward to be promoted to the rank of lieutenant. Brandy was hired as an upmering township police officer in April 2006. She served as a detective in the investigations division in 2011 and 2012. Brandy is a negotiator on the Montgomery County SWAT team and is a member of the Montgomery County SISM team and an executive board member for the Mid-Atlantic Association of Women in Law Enforcement. Brandy was promoted to the rank of corporal in 2013 and promoted to Sergeant in 2017. She's a graduate of Bloomsburg University where she earned her dual bachelor's degree in criminal justice and psychology and she's also earned a master's degree in criminal justice from St. Joseph's University. And now I'll call District Judge Pat Krauss forward to administer the oaths.
7: Officer Lone, Corporal Dalga, Sergeant Faraday, please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I do solemnly swear for, or affirm that I will support and defend or affirm that
5: I will support and defend
7: the Constitution of the United States of America the
5: Constitution, Constitution of the United States, States of America
7: and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and the, and
5: the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania
7: together with the laws and ordinances of Upper Merion Township
5: together with the laws and ordinances of Upper Merion Township
7: and I will discharge I will discharge my duties with fidelity
5: I will discharge my duties with fidelity
7: and without consideration
5: and without consideration
7: to a person's race, color, sex.
5: To a person's race, mm-hmm. color, sex.
7: Religious creed.
5: Religious creed.
7: Sexual orientation.
5: Sexual orientation.
7: Age, natural origin.
5: Age, Age natural origin.
7: Ancestry. 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 Handicap or disability.
5: Handicap, Handicap or disability.
7: Congratulations, Corporal Lone. Congratulations, Sergeant Dalga. Congratulations, Lieutenant Ferry. Good luck.
6: At this point, a member of their family will come forward to pin on their new badges. Next, I'll turn things over to Chief Johnson for a swearing-in ceremony, which is the next item on our agenda.
8: Good evening, members of the board, Mr. Hamaday and our citizens. Tonight, we will have the formal swearing-in of our new firefighter EMT. After a recent resignation of a fire captain for other opportunities, a vacancy was created. We reviewed our firefighter list from last summer's testing and found we had additional viable candidates. After a selection process, we're here tonight to swear in our newest member of the Upper Marion Township Fire and EMS Department. This will bring the career firefighter force back to full strength. At this time, I will call firefighter Mark O'Neill forward. Mark currently resides in Plymouth Meeting Township. Mark is a graduate of Plymouth-White Marsh High School. Firefighter O'Neill earned an associate's degree in fire science from Montgomery County Community College Bluebell. Firefighter O'Neill possesses numerous fire certifications, including water rescue, rope rescue, and fire inspector to the level two. He is currently employed at Core and Maine, formerly HD Supply Waterworks, as a lead warehouse associate. Mark previously served as a lifeguard supervisor for Great Plymouth Community Center. Mark feels his commitment to helping others and dedication to training will make him a valued member of the Upper Marion Fire and EMS team. I will now call District Judge Patrick Kraft forward to administer the oath.
7: Mark, if you do me a favor, raise your, raise your right hand repeat after me. I'm Mark O'Neill. I'm Mark O'Neill. Do solemnly O'Neill, swear or affirm. Do swa- solemnly swear or affirm. That I will support and defend. That I will support and defend. The Constitution of the United States of America. Constitution of the United States of America. And the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Together with the laws and ordinances of Upper Marion Township. Together with the laws and ordinances of Upper Marion Township. And I will discharge my duties as Firefighter EMT discharge my duties as firefighter, EMT, of Upper Merion Township with fidelity, of Upper Merion Township with fidelity, and without consideration to a person's, race color, to a person's race, color, sex, without consideration to a person's race, color, sex, religious creed, religious creed, sexual orientation, sexual orientation, age, age, natural origin, natural ancestry, natural origin, ancestry, handicap or disability, handicap or disability. Firefighter O'Neill, congratulations. Best of luck, okay?
8: <laughs> Firefighter O'Neill's wife, Jen, will be pinning the badge if she could come forward. Many of his family members are in the audience, notably his uh, father, Mike, his mother, Colleen, And of course, Grandmom Tina. Members of the board, Mr. Hameday, thank you again for your continued support in public safety. Thank you.
0: Before we move on to the next item on the agenda, um, I'll allow people to clear out from the room if I know there's some photo opportunities that some family members would like to have. So I'll... Pay hey, respect to that, and um, you're more than welcome to stay at our meeting. Uh, we love having an audience, but <laughs> understand that you want to greet and take photos of. Um, thank you. We're raffling a car? We're raffling a car. Yeah. We're raffling a, car. <laughs> a matchbox? <laughs> And if the last person in the crowd that's leaving the room could please close the door, that would be greatly appreciated. Looks like we can continue on with business. The next item on our agenda, item C, is a public hearing. It's an ordinance amending the Upper Marion Township Zoning Code, Chapter 165, Section 165 160.2, to require that buildings in the KPMU district containing dwelling units shall not exceed 30% of the net developable area of a parcel and amending Section 165 168 business signs to provide for KPMU signage requirements. We had previously advertised um, this, uh, the permission to advertise uh, this ordinance amendment. And uh, this is uh, one of the items that uh, supervisors have been diligently working on for a while, just trying to, Uh, stay up to date with zoning needs within the township in certain specific areas and um, this is evident of that. And At this time, I'd like to turn the uh, floor over to our solicitor, John Walco, and he can proceed with the hearing.
3: Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, We will now adjourn into this public meeting and into the public hearing on this ordinance. I have five exhibits for this hearing. Board Exhibit 1 is the ordinance itself as entitled as uh, so just read by uh, Madam Chair. Board Exhibit 2 is the proof of submission of this ordinance to the Montgomery County Law Library, which was submitted on August 28, 2023. Board Exhibit 3 is proof of submission of this ordinance to the Upper Marion Planning Commission, which was submitted on August 15, 2023, noting that there are 31 days in August. Board Exhibit 4 is submission of this ordinance to the Montgomery County Planning Commission on August 15, 2023. Or exhibit five is the proof of publication of this ordinance or the legal notice uh, summarizing this ordinance and tonight's hearing in the Times Herald newspaper, which was published on uh, August 30th and September 6th, 2023. Um, those are the, the exhibits for, for this ordinance. Uh, again, this ordinance I think was succinctly summarized uh, by you, Madam Chair. Uh, essentially, it provides a requirement uh, the buildings in the KPMU district containing dwelling units shall not exceed 30% of the net developable area of a parcel and it also provides for uh, business sign requirements in the KPMU district. Uh, there currently were no sign requirements in the KPMU district, so uh, this doesn't actually remove anything. It sim- simply fills in those requirements that needed to to be included. Um, with that, I will turn this over to the public to see if there are any public comments or questions related to this ordinance.
9: Uh,
5: good evening. Uh, Rob Erickson, use uh, Park uh, Section 536 Lawndale. <clears throat> hmm, pardon me. Sorry. Uh, just a, a- a quick question to clarify the, uh, when we're talking about the KPMU district, uh, is that just the old bid area or does it also encompass uh, the Renaissance, uh, business park?
3: I mean, the KPMU district is an established zoning yeah. district as it is. We're not enlarging that district anymore. It seems the manager does have some details related to yeah, what that it, area encompasses. Mr. Erickson, similar
2: to what I emailed you today, it's just the KPMU in the boundary that I described uh, between uh, Allendale Road, First Avenue, um, Valley Forge Road, or Route 23, and uh, North Golf or uh, North Golf Road. So it's just that section. It does not include the Renaissance Business Park. Okay. I appreciate
5: that because, yeah. you know, now since the bid is involved in the renaissance complex and the development going on in that area, it just wasn't clear, pardon me, it wasn't clear whether this, good grief, <laughs> it wasn't clear whether it was just the old bid or it was now their new bailiwick. But I thank you very much. for yes.
3: And I think the confusion is that the bid district it's its own district and different than the zoning district district. of the kpmu those are two separate areas two separate maps
5: thank you very much for your clarification
3: any other public comments on the ordinance hearing and seeing none i'll turn it back to the board to see if the board has any questions or comments related to the ordinance itself
0: I'll just make a general comment just to um, to clarify a little further for Mr. Erickson that the assessment districts are different from the zoning the zoning component that we're dealing with this evening for this hearing, um, as uh, Solicitor Walcott had mentioned, that uh, within the KPMU district over off of First Avenue, that Moore Park area, there was no signing requirements under zoning. So in essence, if you have no zoning requirements, the sky's the limit as far as requests coming in. and. that uh, there are no parameters around it for us to be able to contain possibly what could go in for signing. So that was the purpose of us addressing the KPMU uh, zoning district specifically. And that's why it has nothing to do with the assessment of the areas that uh, KOP um, bid um, assesses. So I just wanted to clarify that. I don't know.
5: No, just a motion to approve.
3: So with that, uh, we will adjourn the public hearing and adjourn back into the public meeting where this uh, ordinance is now in a position to be voted upon by this board. And now we'll make the motion to approve. I'll second.
0: Um, Any further discussion from the board? Anything else from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we're in a position to take a vote. There was a motion made by Supervisor Wax and seconded by Supervisor Phillips. All in favor?
10: Aye. Aye.
0: No, opposed? passes four to zero. Thank you. Uh, Now we move into the consent agenda portion of our agenda. Um, You'll have to bear with me um, that this is a long consent agenda. So sit back, grab a a beverage if you're at home and um, (laughs) a bag of popcorn and here we go. Um, number one presentation and acceptance of the township's 2024 financial requirements and minimum municipal obligation (MMO) in the amount of two million three hundred seventy-three dollars, two million three hundred seventy-three thousand two hundred fourteen dollars for the police and six hundred eighty-four. Thousand for the non-uniform pension plans. Number two, authorization for the township manager to sign real estate taxes tax settlement stipulation for Amazon.com Services, LLC, located at 760 Moore Road for the tax year 2023, resulting in an overpayment of real estate taxes in the amount of $10,090.08. Number three, authorization for the township manager to sign real estate tax settlement stipulation for Commerce Bank, Pennsylvania, 122, North Henderson Road for the tax year 2023, resulting in the overpayment of real estate taxes in the amount of $520.34. Number four, resolution 2023-28, Township Municipal Industrial Pretreatment Program administration changes adoption of resolution number 2023-28, repealing resolution number 95-33, being the industrial user permit fee resolution and providing for updated procedures to permit the township to recover costs for sampling and testing as required by the program. Number five, capital equipment lease purchase authorization to lease purchase the following vehicles through any state co-stars contract or government leasing program. A, Public Safety Department, a 2023 Chevrolet Silverado 1500, and B, Public Safety Department 2023 Chevrolet Tahoe. Number six, capital equipment purchase authorization the purchase uh, replacement LED sign for the Henderson Road, Valley Forge Road community sign from signature sign of Reading, Pennsylvania in the amount of $38,000 as recommended by the Media Communications Advisory Board and Director of Communications. Number seven, financial escrow security release number two, Stonebrook at Upper Marion, phase two, Toll Mid-Atlantic LP Company Inc, 232 North Henderson Road, approval of escrow release number two in the amount of $291,375, in, I'm sorry, I apologize, $291,375.50 for the completion of required site improvements to date as part of the land development project as recommended by the township engineer. Number eight, financial escrow security release number three, Stonebrook at Upper Marion, phase three, Toll Mid-Atlantic LP Company Inc, 232 North Henderson Road, approval of escrow release number three in the amount of $587,416 for the completion of required site improvements to date as part of the land development project as recommended by the township engineer. Number nine, financial escrow security release number four, Stonebrook at Upper Marion, phase one. Toll Mid-Atlantic LP Company Inc, 232 North Henderson Road, approval of escrow release number four in the amount of $274,472 for the completion of required site improvements to date as part of the land development project as recommended by the township engineer. Number 10, permission to advertise proposed ordinance for consideration at the October 12th, 2023 business meeting amending chapter four collection fees of the township code to provide for attorney's fees collection fees and costs for unpaid municipal claims collections for delinquent accounts. Number 11, permission to schedule a public hearing on and advertise a proposed ordinance for consideration at the November 9th, 2023 business meeting, amending chapter 165 zoning to amend steep slope regulations, shopping center district permitted uses, nonconformity provisions, eliminate dwelling conversion provisions, define interior signage, eliminate cluster overlay and development plan provisions, land development plan submission requirements and traffic impact submission requirements. Number 12, First Avenue Linear Park phase two contract extension to extend the First Avenue Linear Park phase two with Roadcon Inc of Westchester, Pennsylvania to October 31st, 2023 in order to complete punch list items. Number 13, First Avenue linear park phase two project, approval of payment application seven revision one in the amount of $220,137.29 to Roadcon Inc. of Westchester, Pennsylvania for contract work completed to date. Number 14, First Avenue linear park phase three solar lighting bid authorization to advertise and conduct a bid for the procurement and installation of solar light poles and bollards for the First Avenue the Near park project via the Penn bid website. And finally, number 15, Trout Run WP- WPCC pug mill and sludge conveyor award the general contract to PSI Pumping, S- Pumping Solutions, Inc. of York Springs, Pennsylvania in the amount of $413,583 and award the electric contract to U.S. Solutions, Inc. of Quakertown in the amount of $36,133 as recommended by the Director of Public Works. I entertain a motion to accept the items on the consent agenda. So moved. Is there a second? I'll second. Any comments from the public on the consent agenda items? Hearing and seeing none, uh, now, comments from the board? I, I do,
3: in reviewing these again on items 7, 8, and 9, they total about $1.2 million in escrow releases for uh, Toll Brothers Complex. And I'm just wondering, Mr. Hammond, I know we had some complaints and a couple of inspection issues. Have those all been resolved?
2: At this point, yes. Um, and uh, as a result, you know we, we've held these escrow releases pending uh, it's, you know, to our satisfaction, addressing those concerns, we still have about $4 million of escrow funds available or, or to be released from the, the, the 7 million that they posted. Yeah. Okay.
0: Any additional comments or questions? Hearing and seeing none, we're in a position to take a vote. All in favor. Aye. Opposed? passes four to zero. And our next item on the agenda is item eight, Accounts Payable and Payrolls. Do I have a motion for us to pay the bills?
3: So moved.
5: And I'll second.
0: Okay, motion made by uh, Vice Chair Genoway, seconded by Supervisor Greg Wax. Um, any comments from the board? Anything from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we're in position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Passes four to zero. Uh, next item on the agenda is additional business. Do any of the supervisors have any additional business? I'm
7: Thank you, Madam Chair. I just want to take a moment to wish our Jewish community a very happy new year. Uh, Rosh Hashanah starts tomorrow evening, so L'shanah Tovah, uh, as well as Yom Kippur being shortly thereafter and Sukkot shortly thereafter. Uh, it's my hope that uh, you will all be written in the book of life for another year. And I hope that everybody who is observing the holiday season has a great
4: holiday season. Thank you, Madam Chair.
0: Thank you, and I have just a couple of comments um, to make for additional business. Uh, First one is uh, September 16th is the final concert in our series of Concert Under the Stars uh, through um, Sunrise Entertainment, am I getting that name correct? Um, Partnering with our Parks and Rec Department. So that is on September 16th here at the Township Building. The venue is Easy Star All Stars with Dry Reef I had no idea what this group was about, and it is apparently a classic rock uh, rock band with a reggae twist. So um, if we have uh, chenados of either genre, <laughs> uh, this could be a very interesting, I actually, because of the name, I wasn't interested maybe in attending, I thought it was maybe something different than what it is, and I think that I will be attending this one myself, this final one. So that is, again, um, September 16th, and it is our final concert for the year. Uh, Our concerts have gone very well this year, well attended. And uh, the company that we've partnered with wishes to uh, go forward with us again, it seems. So looking forward to even greater uh, artists coming to perform for us next year under our Consonant of the Stars series. With uh, Supervisor uh, Kenny not being able to be present this evening, she asked me to share two items, so I'll share those two items now. The first one is voter registration. Uh, Tuesday, November 19th is National Voter Registration Day. Any citizen 18 and over can register to vote at our Township Library on Tuesday, September 19th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. So staff will be on hand that can assist with um, helping digitally register people to vote. So if someone doesn't know how to maneuver that, they're welcome to come into our library. So it'll be staffed again from 10 o'clock a.m. to 8 p.m. on September 19th, which is a Tuesday. You have to bring a valid photo ID. And if uh, you do have access at home to a computer, you're, uh, you're able to register to vote there yourself. The website is National national. U- Oh my goodness, I apologize. There is a line. Oh, I see. Okay. There's a line through half of it. So nationalvoteregistrationday.org backslash register to vote. Um, if you have some if you want to get some additional information, the library is also willing to help talk people through this process. And the library number is 610-265-4805. So this is a a wonderful initiative that our library is um, offering to our our residents again. Uh, The other item she would like me to report on is a sample rain garden that's going in at the Ross Road overflow parking lot area behind the community garden. And There was a grant that was awarded, actually two grants that were awarded to uh, the Shade Tree Commission and EAC to do a demonstration pollinator, rain garden, uh, demonstration area to uh, educate our, uh, our residents with how to do your own rain garden potentially at your home. So there will be a rain garden planning event on September October 14th located at the Ross Road Field near the Upper Marin Community Garden. The rain date will be su- Sunday October 15th. This is a combined project of the Shade Tree Committee, the EAC Environmental Advisory Council, and the Sewer and Stormwater Authority. We are looking for residents to volunteer for one of four two-hour shifts on that day from 8.30 to 4.30 to help to do the planting. This is a fun way to be involved with our community and a great way to learn about how to design and set up a rain garden. If you are interested in helping or for more information, the contacts are uh, either Jerry Vitimo from the uh, township admin. And her email address is gvatimo, G-V-A-T-T-I-M-O, at umtownship.org. Her phone number is 484-636-3899. And uh, Zach Davis, the chair of EAC, his email address is umt.eac at gmail.com. Um, these are wonderful events to get involved with, uh, there's always wonderful residents that come out to help with these uh, volunteer opportunities. So um, if you're free that day, it's a lot of fun, and um, come out and help us get this uh, sample rain garden going. Uh, oh, I should be, I should do a shout out at this, uh, at this uh, time also to um, Home Depot, that we put in a request for a donation from them. and. Um, Their typical donation is $35 gift card for when people do requests. Uh, They met internally and actually just, I found out this afternoon, gave us a $300 donation. So very sizable and uh, much appreciation to Home Depot. I don't know if anyone from Home Depot is listening. I know some residents that uh, work at Home Depot are residents here, so I hope they hear my shout out. And they are also willing to um, do corporate sponsorships of some of our volunteer days, so greatly appreciate their partnership with our community, always looking for those opportunities with businesses in Upper Marion and um, supporting our initiatives that we do, especially related to sustainability and green initiatives. And uh, oh, there, uh, one, uh, one last uh, comment I wanted to make is for the month of October, for every Saturday, we have events going on in the township, community-sponsored events. So um, I'd written down the dates of October. I, I don't know where I wrote that. Okay. So the seventh, thank you. The seventh, the fourteenth, the twenty-first, and the twenty-eighth. Those are the four Saturdays in October. For October seventh is our annual community fair day held at Hoiser Park. Um, great fun, a lot of community involvement, uh, food trucks, uh, uh, activities for the children, various vendors that are set up on different levels. Uh, good way to show community support and get to know your community a little bit better. Uh, so that will be on October 7th, and I believe a rain date this year has been selected as the next day, which is Sunday, the 8th, I'm looking at uh, Mr. Hamity to confirm that. Um, last year uh, we rained out and we had no community day, so this year I think we're thinking ahead, and um, and I'm, I'm hearing that rain is happening on the 8th and not the 7th, so I'll just put that out there into the universe. Um, on October 14th, 21st, and 28th, we'll be having our annual Fall Fun Festival, which occurs at Nor- Norview Farm. Um, this is sponsored by our Public Works Department. And I am remiss that I did not look up the hours, and I don't know if someone knows, the. T- is it 10 to 6? It's roughly, it's morning to early evening, 10, 10 to... Yeah, I believe it begins at 10 and then uh, ends at 6 o'clock. Limited from what we uh, had done last year with the Fall Fun Festival, but still a lot jam-packed into those three afternoons. So families look forward to this event every year, and it's those three Saturdays. So for the month of October, those events will be happening. Um, Farmers Market will also be participating, but just on a very uh, small level with the uh, with the Fall Fun Festival. The last day of the Farmers Market will be on September 30th, which. I wasn't I wasn't thinking about this one, but I'll announce that our annual chili cook-off will be on that day as well, which is uh, one of the highlights of the market. As of now, Supervisor Vice-Chair Genoway and myself will be servers, and I'm gonna put our two other supervisors on the spot if they're available on September 30th. We are needing, oh, we're getting a no over here. Um, uh, we are still needing servers to serve the chili to our residents. Um, uh, Mr. Hamaday, if you're free, please join us. Everyone has aprons that I had printed up for them a few years ago, so bring your aprons. And it's a fun day to end the season for the farmer's market. Um, so this year we're we're ending the market early since we have re- relocated this year from the township building to Norview Farms, and in conjunction with uh, the Fall Festival, we didn't want to extend uh, the market into that, that time frame. Um, I believe that's all of my comments, and then no additional comments. So I'll entertain, oh, I'm so, I apologize. Anyone for the public that um, has any comments, they would like to come forward to the podium, introduce yourself and then I'll turn the floor over to you. And I see someone coming with a boot.
4: Good evening, Janet Barcaro, uh, Redwood Road. <clears throat> I had two, two concerns. One, um, I spoke the, at the supervisors meeting about the webpage, and I think uh, I've been back and forth with the supervisor, Kenny, so I will wait until next month to talk about the web page, and by that time, I will have time to research a little bit more, and I know that she was looking into that as well, so that I will postpone that. Um, my other concern, of course, is the Brownlee Road Bridge. Um, I have been in contact with um, PennDOT engineers, and um, they told me that um, they should have given approval, by that you should have received their approval, hopefully, by today. Does that sound familiar?
2: <laughs> I have not seen it. I will check with Mr. Hickman tomorrow. Um, it may have been sent or emailed to him. I have not seen it yet
4: yeah okay um, so then my understanding is that bids can't go I'm gonna follow <laughs> the bids can't go out until um, that approval is is met right yes okay um, can I ask if you have the three pre-qualified bidders ready to receive bids
2: no, the the bid, the way we'll process the bid, the bid will be sent out on pen bid, so we don't pre-qualify. Everybody will get an opportunity if they meet the bid specs to submit a bid, and then it'll be evaluated by our engineering consultant. So, uh, Pennsylvania law requires us to take the lowest responsible bidder. Right. Yeah.
4: And how long does that process take?
2: Um, we're still on schedule for the this uh, the Board of Supervisors to award uh, the bid in October. So um, once the bids are received, it usually takes a day or two to go through everything, make sure that the bid specs are being met, as well as the apparent low bidder um, is qualified in terms of uh, able to work in Pennsylvania, meeting all the bid specs, and as posted the required uh, bid surety. Yeah. Okay.
4: Okay. Um, I, I do like to, I, I come and I always ask questions, but sometimes when good things happen, I would like to congratulate or thank people who you know, have been doing that. When I was speaking to the engineer, uh, the engineer told me that um, Mr. Hamaday and Mr. Hickman have both been very um, helpful and that they have worked very hard to meet, this. and this is a quote, the stringent PennDOT requirements that they set for the township, so I would like to thank you both. I know Mr. Uh, Mr. Hickman is not here, but thank you, because we I do want the bridge that. to get done correctly and safely. You know, even though um, you know that may happen, uh, it's been taking a while. Um, I know that they they should the uh, super- the uh, engineer also said that once the bids have been accepted, it'll be. Well, let me see my get my note here. Um, six to nine months for the bridge to be completed? Does that yeah. sound right?
2: It's it's possible. We're going to try to expedite as best we can uh, because we know the impact of that. But there's a lot of stormwater work, like right. we said. So that has to get done first. We increase that scope of stormwater. So uh, we're hoping we'll be on the shorter side of that. Right. Again, it's all really dependent now when we get into the, know you know, the fall and the winter season. You know, as we go through the fall and hurricane season and then early winter, um, we're hopeful that will be in that more closely the six months
4: yeah. okay um, and I just want to make one suggestion yeah. um, I had taken uh, i got re- received cards from the people in my neighborhood mm-hmm. um, and I had turned them in. Mm-hmm. Um, I am hoping that you still have them um, because I was speaking to some people who did were not within a thousand mm-hmm. yard um, but they are impacted because the yeah. oh shoot the creek mm-hmm. goes down by their homes. Mm-hmm. So I I was hoping that maybe since you still have the addresses that you for good public goodwill that maybe that letter that letter that you sent explaining everything that was going on could be sent to everybody who signed the
2: card. Uh, We can look at that. Some of those uh, postcards that you gave us were properties that were uh, over a mile or so away. Um, But we can actually, the easiest thing for us to do uh, and the the most cost effective is we'll just post that letter on the township website, maybe front page, et cetera. Um, The individual um, that we had putting everything together who actually lives uh in the neighborhood actually extended the area out a little bit more but we can we can look at that um because I do
4: know some, I know two people who the 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 creek runs right by their property Mm -hmm. so if there would be a hurricane and water would go in and uh, Mm -hmm. erode their property that Mm -hmm. that they should I I thought that they Mm -hmm. should at least get a letter explaining what's going on okay well thank you very much
10: Yeah, my name's James Daniels, 154 Ross Road. I was here last month about the water problem with the next-door neighbor building a berm, and Mr. Hammaday, you said you had a picture, and then you send uh, Brian and Mark out to my property to look at my property. Mm-hmm. And then they, I told him, I says, the problem's not here. It's on her property. Mm-hmm. And they went over, and she refused to, to let them on the property. Now, if that's not saying right out, I'm doing something wrong and I don't want you to mm-hmm. see it, I don't know what is. And this has been going on for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And you said you had a picture of mm-hmm. it when she took the berm down. Mm-hmm. Brian and Mark both said they have not seen this photograph. Mm-hmm. I have not seen the photograph. Mm-hmm. You said you were going to produce it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard back from nobody since last month.
2: Well, I think you just indicated that you spoke with Mark and Brian, they were out there. Yeah, they um, come out yeah, to inspect yes. it. Yeah, and we were, we were refused access uh, to your neighbor's property. Uh, so we then issued a notice of violation to try to gain access to see if she has done anything uh, with regard to her back property. That, that's, uh, rather than get a search I, warrant- I
10: gave Mark mm-hmm. paperwork mm-hmm. with her stating mm-hmm. what she was going to do to it. Yeah. If uh, you go right Mr. onto Mr. her Mr. payment, mm-hmm. if you go to the payment mm-hmm. at, the, at the front of her mm-hmm. house,
2: mm-hmm.
10: right there at that fence, You can look right there. The bricks are standing straight up, and that runs the whole way back to property. Uh, And And that's a
2: violation of 140, Uh, correct? Well, I'll I'll say this. We need to gain access to her property um, in order to complete our investigation. That's why we issued the NOV. Um, Obviously, you provided us some information, but we need to see it. You want me to open up the privacy fence and I'll let you look from my side? let us conduct the investigation legally that and in the process that we have so we can you know make the proper notification if we do have to go to court we have all the evidence uh that we need to see if uh she has done any obstructions we were out we looked at and, and you I'm had gonna, two
10: officers one time on the property mr when Daniel. i,
2: I understand I, that but we're, we're and looking and at she allowed
10: them mm-hmm. one there and she showed him the berm mm-hmm. officer samuels and officer mm-hmm. krill
2: mm-hmm. yep Uh, I would just ask that you allow us to complete our investigation. So if we go to court uh, with any citation against the neighbor, we have the evidence that we'd need uh, at this point in time to issue citations or to make our case against anything that she's done. Um, so I ask that you bear with us to do this. I can, really, it's been 10 years. Uh, I can say to you that the pictures that I've seen show that there are some issues that you have placed the rip or the stone on your fence that definitely slows the water down as well. Um, I think that we're gonna try to look at how can we globally mit- resolve this? Because there's a lot of water coming back there.
10: There's no way that stone's slowing the water down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There ain't no way in hell, because the stone's lower than her berm. I put that there so that the mud wasn't always there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, I turn around and have dirt put in, and they, they tell me, well, you're gonna do, uh, you need an engineer's thing. For what, a couple tons of dirt? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's ridiculous. I get, I get all hell broke loose on me, mm-hmm. they're up my butt, but she does what she wants and gets away with it for 10 years? It's well, think- a damn shame. My mother-in-law bought that house brand new in 1956. She just mm-hmm. passed away last month. And for the last 20 years that that woman's been there, been nothing but problems. And nobody's did a damn thing to her. And she makes the comment, oh, I got government clearance. What, she got somebody here in her pocket? Well,
2: I, I mean, would come just- Come on, be real. I 10 be- years. I would just ask that you let us conve- con- conclude our investigation. You've been, been doing
10: it for 10 years. No, I-, I can How only- How explain- more time do you need? It's a damn shame. I'm going to this cash, I don't know how many times, and ask for help. And they said, the one guy says to her, Well, what do you want me to do? Do your damn jobs. It's damn shame. Pay that, and you get nothing. People like that do what the hell they want, and then they don't turn around and nothing gets done to them.
9: She's back. Good evening. Uh, Robin Wesley, 914 Crit Road, Wayne, PA. I want to say um, thanks. PennDOT did come out and dug on the other side. Um, you guys did come out and put a berm in, except the berm is a safety hazard um, for a number of reasons. It's like jumping the curb. What, what, I, what we had constructed earlier was a lot different. It was a lot softer. It, it, it's got to go. I had a bicyclist. Um, fall, there was a car that came up apparently like kind of close to him and he kind of hit it uh, and fell over into the driveway. It's my, I've got a 90 year old mother on a, with a cane that when she tries to cross it, it's, it's jumping. You know what I mean? You, she's got to step over it. It's not good. Uh, my 98 Camry hits the bottom of the car when we go out and come back in. Um, if friends come over, they're scraping the bottom of their car. Uh, I also have to pull out so slow. I'm afraid somebody's going to hit me. And when I pull in the driveway, I've got to go so slow because it's so high. Um, I'm afraid somebody like somebody's going to hit me from behind. So that's and another point is is that the drain on the other side that it was constructed. Um, to the, if you're looking at the driveway, to the left of the driveway, there's a drain that goes down, it covers that drain. Um, We're not really addressing the problem. I think, I'm hoping that what PennDOT did uh, will help. They did say, um, I need to submit them some pictures and that is my fault, that I haven't yet submitted the pictures either to them or to you um, for the water that flows down off of Woodhill and Fletcher Road. That collects onto uh, Croton. They did agree that the drains that are in on Croton Road are located nope. in the wrong place, unfortunately. So I am hoping that you know what was dug out from PennDOT because that was really nice. Um, nope. You know, I'm sure you guys got together yeah. with them.
2: To yes, we, we had uh, our public works supervisor work with PennDOT. Yeah. We also changed a grade on Woodhill uh, to do some to to, to help uh, you know absorb or to allow water to flow a little better but i will let him know that he needs to contact pendot because you're having issues with that that berm yeah or at uh, least it's, your it's township, a driveway your
9: township person put the what's berm. that your township person public works person, did we put the in? i thought he worked yeah, at, it yeah. it's got it's yeah. you can't it's like jumping a curb yeah. Yeah. um it it's 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 a safety hazard i wish it wasn't but it is mm-hmm. it's a safety hazard yeah. You know, I, like I said, I have to pull out so slow, and the cars like, you know, if I had to pull, unfortunately, you know, years ago, Croton Road was a lot slower road. You know, when I was a kid there, I could ride my bike up and, not, and you know, not fear with the car hitting. There's so much traffic on it that I'm, I'm going to get hurt, or whoever's pulling in or out, A, is going to A, damage their car, or B, they're going to get hurt pulling in or out. So it, it's got to go. Okay. I appreciate your yeah. time. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Mr. Hammond, uh, public works, to so go out
2: there and evaluate that. Yes, uh, um, I'll touch base with Mr. Lackenmeyer. Um, this is the first time we're hearing of it. Um, so um, we'll, de- yeah. uh, Robin, you said we'll, we'll take care of it. I just, if we would have known, you know, we will make sure we do the right thing.
4: Yeah. No, I
9: agree well. thought like I said, I
2: appreciate
9: that coming out. I just
0: wasn't sure if it
2: was me, but from, you know. It's always you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. We'll take care of it.
0: Anything else from the public? Before I entertain a motion to adjourn. So
3: moved. Second.
0: All in favor? Aye. Aye. The meeting is adjourned. Thank you everyone.